Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Hello, and thank you for joining us on the inaugural episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I'm Bobby O'Rourke. And today, folks, dear listeners of our podcast, we invite you to join us on what is a very silly journey, one that we think will be full of tumultuous discussion, heated argument, but all the while speaking about that fantastic phenomenon that is greeting cards. Today, you are listening to two sides of a very different coin. Does that make sense? Not the same coin. It's a different coin, two different sides. That is Bobby O'Rourke, a published author, a man of letters, a well-read individual, and dare I say it, a dear good friend. And myself, who has a difficult time even getting the English language out of his mouth, uh, which is the only language that he speaks, by the way. And (laughs) as we can already tell from this podcast beginning, we will be discussing this interesting cultural marker, specifically at least in the United States. And on that note, wanted to start with a question to you, Bobby. What is your relationship in your life with greeting cards? First of all, Dan, you're far too kind. You you have a, an excellent grasp of the language. And for you to call me a published author is is a generous assessment of what I've done so far. But my experience with the greeting card, I have a I have a, a moderately fraught relationship with it because my family throughout my whole life didn't really believe in greeting cards. And when they did, they almost used them ironically because they wouldn't write messages. They would just write from person. So I would open cards occasionally on my birthday. And my parents, whom I, who love me dearly, and I love them, there would just be words that said, happy birthday, mom and dad. There would be no message inside. It would just be a card shaped like a cake with candles on it. And it would say, happy birthday which was already in the card. So I never had a close relationship with greeting cards to the point where my now fiance Maddie thought that it was crazy that I never sent out greeting cards for Christmas and her family loved them. And I said, what is the point of sending someone a card that says season's greetings when I could just greet them seasonally myself? So that's where I stand. I don't know about you. I'd love to hear where you stand. I would like to say, um, and I'll definitely get into where I stand in a minute. Make no mistake. I just wanted to say I'm not here to pass any judgment on how one uh, writes in their greeting cards or what they write to family members, people who they love, people who they just have an acquaintance relationship with. Obviously, we all express ourselves in our own way, and I think that in itself is wonderful. Having said that, there's something deeply funny to me about being close with someone and writing just the phrase from. It's, <laughs> it's very formal. It, it comes off a little bit like the employee giving you a happy birthday card, but they don't they can't write love. And they're also too afraid of being too close any other way. But but having said that as well. That's also just my point of view and, and, and not at all a, a law or a rule in any which way. Now, you said now you said, though, that your family did that ironically. Of course, your family loves you. I know that. But it, it was an ironic from I uh, no, I think they meant it. But but they the, the greeting card, I think Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, said it best where he said occasionally he'd open a birthday card and it would say happy birthday, which 
the human mind should be able to come up with without the benefit of a greeting card. So my, I think my family thought, and, and indeed I do, so I don't want to blame them. I thought I had to include some sort of message. Yeah. But all I could think of was already written down in the card. And so after a while, I just stopped giving cards and just started giving gifts, which is really the, the draw anyway, especially at birthdays and other holidays that might have greeting cards attached. And why don't we all just get to that point, right? Because you add the That's little... What I'm saying. N- yeah, we're, we're, and this might be a terrible thing to bring up at the beginning of this podcast that completely centers around it, but we <laughs> give money to this industry that basically centers around the one thing that we might know about this person, even if we know nothing else. Even if we are providing a gift for somebody for their birthday or for Christmas or any other holiday coming up, and we might not know any other information about them. We at least know it's their birthday. And we couldn't even come up with that. And that might be the only thing inside of the card. And it's so funny how often that happens where that's the only thing in these greeting cards and you have to fill in the rest. I, I will say this because I want to hear where your perspective lies too. For a thesis statement, I don't hate greeting cards, but I don't think they're on my side. Mm, okay, that's an interesting thing to point out that th- you think they're against you personally. No, I, I don't think I think that they haven't proved they're my friend. I think that they show up uninvited and they have nothing new to contribute. It's like someone who refuses to Venmo you after a meal. You know, you showed up, you, you ate the food, but you didn't really provide anything of note. And that and the greeting perfect. card insisted on an appetizer. Yes. They, you you were you only wanted an entree and maybe you would like split a dessert because like the lava cake looked cool. But there was no need to get the pot stickers. You were not in the mood. No, I didn't you, need spring rolls. I sent that. No, you said, yeah, you you had a late lunch. You didn't get your lunch break till three o'clock. You didn't need to have that extra appetizer. But greeting cards had to come right in there, plop themselves on top of the gift for no reason. And you have to use your tongue to still lick them for some reason, unless you just want to tuck it in, which is a whole other thing we'll get into. So there's already so it's already so unwelcome in so many ways. And then we have that talking about my experience with greeting cards. I would say it is a I wouldn't say love hate, but I would say it is a like tolerate relationship with greeting cards. Uh, That was something that was always a part of gifts with my family. It was something that we did spend time with. And let me say this, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud and like tolerate, I will stick with. I love giving cards. I do love giving cards so much so. I've got handwritten cards from you and they're beautiful. And those I understand because you created something. You sent a message. You knew you were writing it towards. So I, I've seen them. They can be good, and I think that's why I'm so disappointed in them. Is I Aww. know they can be better. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed them. And that's what I like to do. I do like the handwritten cards, and I like writing my own messages. I have a wax sealer, as you know. Mm-hmm. I have an ink stamp with my initials. I am that kind of uh, bougie boy. I like to write letters the way they were doing it in approximately the 1850s, where they were putting stamps on them still because they didn't trust the mail service to not read their secret correspondence, uh, to put my stamp on it in case that is the only way you're going to get uh, the legal proof that it was me. That stuff I really enjoy. The ceremony of letters. What I have a problem with is the, I think like you said, the need to have the greeting cards say the phrase or the kind words of love, which is something our family did. We would 
get the greeting card and it would say the happy birthday with all the nice sentiment in there. But then we would supplement it with our own words. So it would be even longer than it already is. So now it's like this beautiful and this was quite often a thing. And I think I made it worse than any other members of my family. And then it became this like long chapter inside of there because you get a combination of what the greeting card already provided you alongside your own words of affection and appreciation and so on and so forth. So what I really wanted from the greeting card industry was like, make them fancy, make them beautiful, use new materials if you can, keep that up. But as for your sentiment that you get to write, basically the, I forget the name of him, but the protagonist in 500 Days of Summer, his job, completely eliminated. That's unnecessary. <laughs> Stop writing stuff in cards. We don't want it. That movie might as well be in a museum. It's no longer relevant. To, that today. movie should be in a, you know what? I'd love to Fast go to the 500 Days of Summer Memorial Museum. Let's, uh, let's get that going. I, I, I. Heard you say you wanted to do this, and I thought I don't believe in this idea, but I believe in Dan, and so you are you are the Virgil to my Dante. I wanted to do this with you. I'm happy I'm here, and I'm ready to go. Whatever you need. You're not even gonna be able to have the fun of going to lust or gluttony. We're going straight to that ninth circle where it's all cold and the devil's all all choppy with his mouth. I've realized too recently. I didn't know this that he is kept down in the frozen lake by his own wings beating. So he's beating so hard to get out that the wind from his wings is pushing him down. So he's trapped in a, some version of a Chinese finger trap because the more he pulls, the, the more that, the more it's, he stays stuck. So Satan's wings are so powerful, they're keeping him down in the ice. Like he can't, he can't get out and it's not a cooling situation. It's like a pressure thing. I think it's both. I mean, Dante was nothing if not, uh, oh, uh, my, the word I thought was overkill. He strikes me as kind of like the Quentin Tarantino of his day. He wanted to throw it all against the wall. Well, he was killing time, right? He was trying to, (laughs) you know, make up for all that time that he was wasting on that stupid island he was banished to by the Catholic Church or whatever was going on. He must have written a greeting card or two in his day. I'm sure he put pen to paper and said, happy birthday, Antonio, from your mortal enemy, from the, the, the other clan I'm from, Dante. Oh, imagine, imagine how beautiful the ones were to Beatrice was his, uh, was his, his muse, love, right? Yes. His muse is the, is the word I was looking for, muse. The one that, the one in, who's in Paradiso and brings mm-hmm. him up there. Man, imagine greeting cards in that time in Italy in that period. Oh, they must have just been like, happy birthday, hope God smiles brightly on you so that you can escape damnation for eternity. <laughs> Love Dante. <laughs> From Dante. Happy birthday. Looking forward to indulgences with you. Love, love Dante. We got to go out for indulgences sometime. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, having said that, Bobby, what I'd like you to do, and this greeting card, by the way, will be shared on the Greetings Greeting Card Podcast Instagram. I will be sharing at the beginning of this podcast when I establish it. Haven't done it yet, but don't worry. It'll be there. Uh, so what I want you to Time works differently here. Time, oh, so differently. In, in podcast. It keeps on changing. So what I need you to do is uh, upload the file, if you don't mind, please, or however you'd want to display it, uh, the greeting card that I shared with you. And we're going to go, just so the audience knows, we're going to go page by page the same way you can on our Instagram feed. Consider this an interactive experience for you if you are on your commute on the bus, the train, uh, in your car, if you're not driving. Um, Even if you are driving, go on ahead and uh, pull over and listen to this whole thing. It's only 30 minutes. Be a little late to work. Come on. Fight the man. Be cool for once. Uh, I am looking at page one. And uh, so... So if you wouldn't mind, uh, not to interrupt you, but if you wouldn't mind explaining to the audience exactly what you're seeing, Bobby? Well, 
what I'm seeing is an azure sky with fluffy white clouds in the background. Correct. But at the at the the for the foreground of this card. <laughs> I'm not a fisherman. So don't take oh, my Oh, come word on for now. It, I am going to guess this is a mackerel. A large a large mackerel in profile. I'm not going to give it away, but uh that's a fine enough guess for this podcast. Oh. Okay, let's uh, we'll get some some hate tweets from from the fishermen uh, listening, but uh, it's a what I think is a mackerel in profile with an angel's halo and angel's wings, and there is no text on the front page that I can see. Not a stitch, but there is. Uh, you are correct in that it is a fish of some type. Just for the record, uh, Mr. O'Rourke did in fact say it was a mackerel. And it does, in fact, have a halo, much like the Judeo-Christian angel, and wings, much like said faith's angel. Uh, what I like about this is the glitteriness of the wings and halo. <laughs> they really did go out of their way to ensure that this dead-eyed and surely dead creature at least has glittery wings and halo for its debut uh, at a convenience store card display. The, the shade of gray can only be described as party city spray gray because it's the exact color that my mother would use when she was building some of my Halloween costumes. If something needed to be silver, it has that metallic and flaky quality to it. That, that is that is part and parcel of all homemade Halloween costumes. Bobby, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It has that flaky uh, DIY do it yourself, which is what DIY means silver application you know what it reminds me of not only that but those silver ball candies that you can get in party city with all the different yes. colors i don't know if they're chocolate or gum or what but they're just silvery balls and they sell them in the area where you would collect those for uh baby showers or bridal showers or just being in the shower but i never know if they're fully edible and i think that may, it might come from the parks and rec episode where andy ate the silver m&ms and wasn't supposed to i don't know but i just don't like the idea of candy being that metallic i'm it's not a great episode I, it's a great episode um but i am not andy nor am i a um uh what are, <laughs> what are they called the the drivers from mad max fury road i almost called them proud boys <laughs> Not well, too far off, maybe. You're not. Yeah, you're not entirely out of the ballpark. Well, whatever they're called. Uh, I'm not. I don't have chrome in my mouth. Um, and and I think the halo's got a little bit of a, a sheen on it as well, right? Well, for the audience too. I, you know, I, there's nothing up my sleeve. I haven't seen this card yet, so our talk of Dante was auspicious. Now that I, now that I'm seeing the actual card, I didn't plan that, and 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 you did not, neither did you i so didn't I plan it and and i didn't even think about it until you've just said it now but yes it truly is an auspicious occasion wherein we are speaking of angels much like the angels that dante would eventually see if he would just stop fucking around that's right we can go blue here <laughs> fucking around in uh inferno and uh, purgatorio no one reads parody so every, everyone skips it it's there's just nothing there does anyone the read conflict. does anyone read purgatorio i have heard Sorry, let me let me not lie on the first episode. I've never heard of anyone reading Purgatorio, but people have told me through Wikipedia pages that there's yeah. at least something to grab onto in Purgatorio. But Paradiso is what what is the what's the fun in reading a story where everything works out fine all the time? 
yeah, I don't need someone from the Renaissance or was he Renaissance? Oops, shouldn't say that out loud if I don't know it. I don't need somebody from that era just writing a book about being happy. That doesn't excite me at all. Oh, I found my love who I'll never actually be with in my whole life is here. Shut up. And I think God is described as just a yellow orb or something. It's very anticlimactic. You know, you're allowed to say what Satan looks like because it's cool and it's not blasphemous. But the second you say what God looks like, he's just a yellow orb or whatever. Yeah. Does Purgatory have like a fun, um, like, uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? Guardian? Like Dave? He's just called Dave? Yeah. Well, I'd like to say yes, but I don't know for sure. I'd have to do a little more research. You know what? That's not on you. We're talking about greeting cards today. You don't need That's to right. know all the stuff about this Dante. This is now a Dante podcast, episode one. Back to the fish. I like that it has tiger stripes. I don't know if that's common of this fish, which we'll learn about what it is later, but I just enjoy that it's got stripes on its body. Yeah, it's it's not a bad looking fish. I don't mean to impugn the fish, but it, it is the quality is certainly that of ele- elevated clip art. You know, it, it doesn't look natural. Oh, this was... Yeah, this was this was cheaply and quickly photoshopped on to very I mean, even the clouds in the back, you can kind of see with the curves behind them as you'll be able to see listeners on the Instagram feed. It it, it sort of looks like it is the background of a child's wall in their bedroom or maybe even the background of clouds in a sky for a high school or middle school play. Like it doesn't look they're not real looking clouds. So everything about this looks so incredibly staged. Yeah, this is what Andy from Toy Story has on his wall, like when he's playing with Buzz and Woody. Yes. Yes. This would be the least fun of the living creatures that come out. Like it's the it's like he had that squeaky shark and this would be the other fish creature that would live in his toy chest except it was a real like fish that he kept in there so the smell this is one of sid's toys the ones that he shouldn't have made he just combined elements of different horrible things and created something oh my god this is a sid creation yes sid like was creating creepy spiders and weird uh the stout uh, men with weird arms. And then he got very religious and was like, no, well, I'm still going to create monsters, but I want it to be faith-based. And so it was just a macro with, oh, it would be a macro with bird wings though. Wouldn't it be? He was a little nightmare child. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and uh, not that I want to stop talking about toy story, but I can only imagine that if this card had words to it and maybe it does somewhere else that I can't see, but it would have some pun about like when fish fly or I talk about a flying fish. Like there must be some, I can't, mm. this is complete abstract art or if this is leading to a truly disappointing pun and, and either way I'd be fine with it, but I'm just curious which way it would go. The, the, it would just be great if it just said happy birthday inside of it. Talking about, yeah, call- it, would, it would get more points to, for just being, completely unabashed about the whole thing absolutely no connection they could have had anything on the front of it this would get so many points for me if they didn't even bother to connect the whole fish thing at all like they could try with a clunky pun or some other fun wordplay but if it just said happy birthday or even not even they just did the whole it's your birthday dwight schrute just straight up not even <laughs> just recognizing it like another like another card i'm thinking of now that maybe we'll get to later but that that has become a style of some cards that many at a, a downer not even trying for the pun and that became a real thing so these these things have trends and we're gonna hopefully explore more of them later yeah I, I i wonder what do you prefer you know do you find more do you find more value in true sincerity in a card 
despite whether it's successful or not, but it was trying to be sincere? Or do you go for the more ironic, we understand that this is kind of a waste of paper, but you find it funny because we're acknowledging that it's a waste of paper. Do you have a preference at all? If we're speaking strictly of comedy greeting cards, so not sad. You're, you're a bit of a you're you're a bit of an expert on comedy. You've had you, you've got a successful Instagram page, and you, you've done you've done sketch comedy. Like you're you, you know your stuff there. Well, that was far more generous than than what I said about you being a published author, because that is very <laughs> truthful as opposed to what you said about me. But I do appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yours being yours, of course, being a flat out lie. But thank you. Um, no, I for me it's. Uh, a kind man you are. Uh, for me, it's uh, has a lot to do with. It, it depends because with a lot of greeting cards, sometimes it's the birdemic so bad it's good setup, which is a lot of cards that I'm looking for. Also, some of them you'll notice that some of them have been republished so many times that these are some cards that I have seen like over the span of ten years in greeting card um, shelves and aisles. Whereas when they get meta, it'll feel a little bit like you're too into the joke and this is no longer as fun anymore. Although there are some choice examples that I have where they really went completely bonkers and hopefully we'll be able to share it. So I don't want to give away too many details, but I'm looking forward to some Dadaist cards, ones that completely askew uh, any sense of logic or or, or that reality. was my favorite greeting card I got when I was 12 I could only it just said happy birthday but I could only read it while I was eating chicken with ball bearings in it with a fan hitting me and they just said that's just how it has to be um, you know very very futurist so um, so this one if this just said nothing I think I would really enjoy that this would be a top tier card for me uh, if only because I appreciate the courage to think it's going to sell to a crowd that mostly just wants like fart jokes in their cards this would be best as a sympathy card if you ask me but <laughs> I would love this uh, this would be a top tier sympathy card This and inside just goes I'm so sorry for your loss heaven uh, and another angel heaven get on the nose Heaven, heaven gained another angel. Uh, I hope it wasn't too. Hope it wasn't too fishy. <laughs> Maybe that would be the only sympathy. It's the only sympathy card made for a potential murder. Uh, anyways, uh, so let's move on to the next page here. Uh, this is, of course, our second page, uh, blank, which I think is the feeling one might have in their spirit when they realize that what they've just seen is a fish with wings and halo, not knowing where it's going. It's the feeling of emptiness where do we go from here not necessarily apathy but just sort of confusion you know yeah i i mean yes full stop but point number two the white in this card is somehow more textured than the wings on the fish from the last one and i don't know how but i see more in this than i did in the the gray and i don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the grain of the paper or the wonderful detail of the scanner that I use, but one way or another, you're right. I can see the grain of this paper, and it is fantastic. You can almost see it's a little bit brighter on the left-hand side. It's almost got like a bit of an orange tint, I think, or unless I'm just going a little blind. But uh, either way, yeah, you can definitely see the grain on this. Now this, I could argue, is a better greeting card because here, you, Dan, could write me a lovely note that's directed to me, note me, yes. and you have the space to do it. Whereas with the previous card, you have to fit in the words, so sorry for your loss, between the fins of a clip art fish. 
And I agree. And it's just not going to work because you and you also could write me something very beautiful in same card in fantastic calligraphy or just even just plain old nice lettering. But as opposed to having to fit it in on the <laughs> sorry, I got stuck on thinking of the fish's body. And like I'm looking I'm just kind of going back up and I'm thinking on the belly would be where you'd say so sorry for your loss. So actually, I take back what I said. I don't want words from you. I want so sorry for your loss right on that fish's underbelly, right where the good meat is, where they get the sushi from, right under there. Yeah, that's where I, that's what I this card this card could be one page, nothing even on the back or just as American greetings, and on the bottom it just says so sorry for your loss on the fish's belly, but it's like tattooed on it, kind of like in the same text that it would say. You don't Mom. have to apologize. This is all this is all raw. That's what the people here want. Something to consider later on. And finally, we reach our final page. Now, Bobby, would you like to do the honors in reading? Yes. I would. So mm. I'm scrolling all the way to the bottom of the page to make sure I've got the full message. I don't want to be, I don't want to sneak attack in our hands. But this says in some sort of Lucinda font handwriting that's a dark lilac color. Holy mackerel, it's your birthday. You forgot a piece of it. I'm sorry. Holy mackerel, it's your birthday. Oh, I was going to say the dash, but that's fine. Too. Oh, yes. Yeah, so um, I, I so, did not say there's. Yeah, you're right. This is there, there's a, a James Joyce dash in, in between Holy Mackerel there, and It's Your Birthday. There's a Joycean dash between Mackerel and It's, which then, of course, brings us to the second line and then down to the third, which only says birthday with an exclamation point for those that are not following along with the Instagram. So Bobby doth protest too much in saying a fisherman he is not, for clearly he is a man of the sea. He is a man of the fauna of said sea. His maritime knowledge knows no bounds, for truly you are correct. That was in fact a mackerel fish that was in the sky, uh, draped in heavenly gossamer, and of course, celebrating a birthday. This is the best I felt since the podcast started. I'm not good at at picking out a fish. I, I didn't never really thought I'd have to to compare myself to anyone else, but I thought I was lower, and I'm higher than that. So this is worth. Not even at market, like when you and your lovely fiance are at market, you don't you're not good with picking correct, uh, you know, fish weights, or maybe something looks good for dinner. No, in fact, I'm famously bad at it, and not not oh. fish, but at telling the difference between foods. I had to have someone explain to me once that a raspberry was not a cranberry. And what? Yeah. So. <laughs> the they're so different flavor, Bobby. Yes, I didn't realize at the time mm. that you couldn't just eat a cranberry raw. You know, I had only seen them prepared in foods or cranberry sauce. And so someone showed me a cranberry and I stupidly said, well, that looks like a raspberry. And they're like, it's not a raspberry. And I said, what's the difference? And I said, this is a cranberry. <laughs> here's a cranberry and here's the difference. One of them tastes good when raw. The other is a cranberry. One of them I'm... is inedible raw. <laughs> One, one, of, one of them is so bad, we have to inject so much sugar in it just for people to consume it. I remember like when I was sick a couple of times as a kid, I consumed no sugar cranberry juice. And I was probably, yeah, I was probably better off like taking tepid room temperature water and putting a little bit of chalk in it, like a little bit. Of was this a punishment? Did you, Were you self-flagellating? What was the, the cause of this? No, oh, I probably had some kind of bladder trouble or something. That explains why kids drink <gasps> Oh, it was medicinal. Cranberry. Okay. No, I no, no. Understand. It wasn't medicinal in that, like said, I said a bad word, and instead of, you know, putting soap in my mouth, this was my parents' punishment. It was more like, no, um, that you're 
going to the bathroom too many times. Maybe drink this cranberry juice and let's see what the problem is. And, okay. uh, you know, in case, you know, that wasn't too much TMI already, uh, that doesn't help uh, at all. But, yeah, a cranberry, I've seen people eat raw cranberries, and I always wonder, what are you getting out of this exchange? You're getting nothing. There's no, you, you've lost. But they enjoy it, so who am I to judge? Uh, uh, not I, sir, and not, not us. We're not qualified. But I, I, I am... I am pleased to note that I I don't I don't think it's fair to say I guessed because I can't say either this or that will happen and either way I'll be right that I don't, I don't like to play that game but the first option that I suspected which was a horrific pun was on the way it turns out to have been the case you you guessed correctly which I think you if you don't mind me saying Bobby guessed very safely in the world of greeting cards and I mean that as a compliment to you 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 guessed correct where a horrible pun or just got off a wordplay is right around the corner whenever you purchase one of these fine greeting cards for any occasion, really. Unless you're getting one for a depressing situation, comedy greeting cards, their whole shtick is there's going to be some wordplay with very few examples, which we'll get into later on, of course. But in this case, if it is a f- animal doing something or dressed in a certain way, you can bet your boots that there's going to be a pun involved somehow there. And so, yeah, I feel like Holy Mackerel fits right in. We are we are surprised. There is exclamation for the celebration of this person's birth. And it works perfectly because what's funnier than an angelfish? And I'm not talking about the tropical fish sometimes you see in coral reef situations. I'm also, it ta- works on two levels because it is an angelfish and also a holy man. So this card already has... has- gone above and beyond what I thought. It's got it works on two levels at least. We're not done yet. You know that the first draft of this greeting card at the company was in fact they started with the image, right? That was made by some intern and then they had to come up with the creative side. They had to come up with the actual wording and they said, "Happy birthday, here's an angelfish." And they were like, "Well, the person didn't actually get one." <laughs> it's a little confusing from the beginning. What if we tried this and then someone replaced the fish with a mackerel and then they said that and now it's they, they, these two creatives in the greeting card company can't even look each other in the eye in the lounge because of the interaction that they had. The, 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 the competition between them is just like a, 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 a rift. No, it's it's a it's like a Bonnie Raitt song. It's, it's just a, a song of troubled, troubled friendships. But but. I need to know, so you think seeing this, you think someone created the image and then either they or a separate party said, okay, we have to make a card out of this because I wondered if it was the reverse where someone was daydreaming at their job and they said, holy mackerel, envisioned the image Mm. and then said, oh, we can translate this into into a card because I know that this phrase is recognizable and I suppose on one level, funny. Yes. So, they, I, so I, I, I thought it worked the other way, but you seem to think that the image came first and then the text followed. I think yours makes infinitely more sense that that is creatively <laughs> how greeting cards are made and how quite a lot of things are made where it's a lot of word association and wordplay and then someone comes up with the image and then you finish up the phrase you're going to say and then you work on both of those and you get your finished product. As opposed to what I hope thinks, what I hope is the system things are made, which is batshit images are made all day, 
real like that like that like the algorithm computer algorithms they have online where you just type in a few words and it comes up with like an insane image that is like nothing you've ever seen before because the computer's learning to associate certain words with images but like it never comes out like how a human would make it and so one of them happened to be a fish with a cloud background with angel bitlins on it and then it went okay what can we say what does this mean Sort of the mashed potato to look like a spaceship situation. <laughs> that classic example. That classic <laughs> example. I don't. I don't remember if that's a, uh, a Close Encounters reference or a Weird Al Yankovic reference, but it'll work. It's, it's probably both at this point. Who can? Who can tell? I saw it first. I saw it first at the Weird Al Yankovic movie uh, a UHF. So that's how I'm gonna uh, remember it. But yeah. So I mean. It does the job, right? I don't think there's anything about this card that would stop me from purchasing it. Uh, it's got a great bit. It's got a fun wordplay in it. It's got sparkly metal on the front, which, because of my hummingbird brain, would absolutely make it a candidate for purchase, especially if it was late enough at night, 1 a.m., I forgot to get a card. This would definitely be a front runner. So I'm not, I, I, I'm not here nor am I qualified to rank greeting cards because I haven't seen enough. And as I said, my, my knowledge of them is, is not very deep, but it does have a weirdness about it. I think works well with the scarcity of the words inside because there's only, if you include the contraction, there's only five words in the card. And to have, to have an image like that on the front and to only use five words inside is... I, I understand why it might catch someone's eye. But that and that's all you need, right? I this is this is the simple card for the simple message, right? We don't need a, a long monologue. We don't need like a, a beautiful tome of a message like dear son, as you celebrate your sixteenth birthday and carry through you this road we call life. No, no, no. We got a fish. We got a mackerel joke. That's all you need. You just and 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 then just slap your name on it. You know. This would be an interesting card to compare to some of those other ones that tend to be quite more somber. That have sonnets inside or poems, and they're really yeah. pretty. And often they don't really have pictures. They have designs. I guess it's fair to say, but very very heavy on the words. And this one is, I think, on the opposite end of that spectrum, which is you are attracted if that's the right word, to the image. And the words don't really have a whole lot of meaning besides the pun. I don't know. I know this is wrong, but just from my memory off the top of my head, every one of those somber, heartfelt greeting cards are always taking place in a garden. They always seem to be surrounded by flowers and leaves. Or at sunset. Sunset's very popular. Or at a sunset, yes. If it's it's because... Often these things are very gendered. When it comes to like a son or father card, it's always in some shade of brown or orange. And if it's it, it's if it's for mom or for daughter or sister, it'll be something in the realm of pink or purple. Like it'll and then then it's either gardens or sunsets or there's and there's always got to be there's always got to be an unnecessarily thick border around it. There's like a colored border as if it's pre-framed for you to get on the wall. You don't yeah, even who, need to buy a frame for it. I mean, we're, we'll assuredly get into the gender politics of greeting cards, but who decided that men had to be autumnal? I have no idea. And that's something that'll be so 
so much fun to talk about because yeah, they are they are pointlessly gendered in that fashion. And if you do not like brown or blue, you don't even really get green with a lot of the um, male oriented cards. Let's say the ones that are for like dads or for uh, sons or brothers or whatever. They always seem to be like I see brown, I see dark blue, maybe like a, a cool like jet black or something like that. But yeah, you don't really get you don't get too many purples, which is a shame because it's I, I my. Would love a, a jet black greeting card it has nothing inside it's just matte black it's just it's just a waste of ink really you're just grateful they're you're just grateful they're burning their toner over there at american greetings <laughs> just oh just just all too all too happy to know that they're spending that money you know on the on the and not even white letters you would just like it to be like just a black piece of paper <laughs> it's a metaphor <laughs> for what we'll figure out later yeah, that's not for us to decide right now. So, uh, you know, I haven't thought this far ahead. Of course, we're uh, running a little low on time here, but I didn't think this far ahead in regards to grading. But let's uh, let's think of it out loud in the moment, Bobby. I was thinking, what do you think, like a one to ten, or how do you think these should be graded? I w- I would think maybe it's the two reactions I think you could get to a grading card. The polar ends are immediately in the trash, or you put it on your fridge. So. It has to fall somewhere in between. I think those. I think the first one is the lowest. If you read it and you immediately trash it, or if you hang it on the fridge, that's there for until you move essentially, and then you lose it, which is sad, but it happens to us all. So I think that's what I would argue, at least on one scale. I I love this because I think there is real truth in that scale because there are so many greeting cards you'll get from extended family or you know uh, co-workers where you get the sentiment you get what they're trying to say you appreciate it but at the end of the day you got it you're done and if there's nothing else in the card let's face it recycling whereas you get one that is really beautiful really well written or really just gets your goat so well because it's so novelty that you will keep it on your fridge for a while so yes, let's go from uh, trash to fridge. Let's let that be our scale. Trash to fridge. Where are you in this card, Bobby? I am gonna put this card on top of the trash. By which I mean, this card would I would open it, I would smirk, and then I wouldn't throw it out, but I would sort of put it on the lid. So the next time I came to the trash, I'd remember that I don't want it. So it's it's mm. not as I was expecting to give this a zero right into the trash, but actually that's higher than I thought. So this is that's where I'm landing is is more towards the dispose of section, but not immediately. That's mm. OK, I like that. So not immediate disposal, but we are going to keep it near the trash. That is as good as it's going to get. That's for me. But I want to hear what you think. No, no, I think that's very fair. Uh, I think that's very fair for me. My grade is on the fridge on the freezer part of the fridge so at the top at eye level but for a span of 1 month because one i don't month, think really wow. i'll give it a month and then it's going in the trash well i don't think that's very long i feel like i've had cards on my fridge that have been like way longer like like years even that i really liked hmm. that were very sentimental and very sweet but this one, we'll get a month of chuckles and chortles out of it, and then it's going in the trash after that. Because there's nothing really surprising or entertaining about the inside. Holy mackerel, it's your birthday. Ha ha ha. What a great time it was. From 
whoever. And then you go to, but it's the front that really makes the difference. There is something that is so entertaining to me about a dead-eyed fish as an angel. I don't know what it is, but even looking at it right now, it makes me smile. It's not making me bowl over laugh, but it certainly is catching my attention. It is a funny juxtaposition. What is that? What is that fish doing being an angel? There's so many things that can come up. It really can be a conversation piece or at least something to point at and go, huh? And I would be the kind of goober who would make a point to show somebody when they came into my kitchen, look at my funny fish card. Even if there is a level of irony to it, which there most likely is, that doesn't bother me because I still think the the point of pointing it out would be fun. So we could do that for about a month and then I would forget to take it down in the middle of the month because I meant to do it only for two weeks and then the final two weeks is like oh right I, I'm done with this card and then it goes in the trash but at least uh, much like an angel gets to enjoy some level of an afterlife that's beautiful thank you well, I think that was a fantastic uh, consensus for this card. I think that is a fair judgment. Uh, you know, this card is going to have two different lives if we, e- if either of us get one of these. If I gave this to you, would that be a good thing? Would you at least keep it? Would you at least keep it near the trash for about a month? Well, that's the other thing we didn't talk about is who the card is from often has a greater... Because greater, I knew if it came from you, you would be aware of how I'm supposed to react to this card. I, I know some people... Who and I think everyone does who get cards like this and they're like that is the funniest line I've ever heard in my life and people have yes. to know. Yes, absolutely. If if someone wrote something witty in this, then that life can be greatly extended. But if you're getting a holy mackerel at your birthday card already, I don't think you can expect too many treasure troves. But if you are lucky enough to get a, a line of beauty, then certainly it can last longer. Yeah. Any any parting thoughts about the card itself, Bobby? No, I just want to, well, I guess one, sorry, I lied just a moment. Yes, I have one starting <laughs> thought. I I had a lot of fun with this. I didn't know what I was in for. I was afraid that I would come off as a bit of a, a curmudgeon with, with cards, but I, I've I've started to see, I've, I've seen more in this card than I would have if I hadn't been for you. So, so I'm looking forward to further adventures. Oh, it's my pleasure, Bobby. I don't think you're being a curmudgeon at all. I think it's very important to be honest about this insane. And that's the thing I like about it is that I don't think I hate it, but I do think that it is an insane industry. I think it's such a funny form of expression we have really in our day-to-day lives. We purchase cards for, you know, we've said it a million times already, but for birthdays, for every holiday, for certain occasions that are both somber and celebratory. And I think the fact that we don't just take paper and write what we feel often will just go get something that has text ready in it with images. I do that as well, by the way. I'm not saying I'm any better, but it just fascinates me. And I think this will be a good way to sort of dissect that. And I couldn't have asked for a better partner to do it with. Oh, man, it's been my pleasure. We've only scratched the surface because I, I, they're everywhere. Every convenience store, every CVS, every every large chain store has these cards. I didn't realize, but now I can't unsee it. So this is going to be quite a journey. They are everywhere. Yes, I feel like it's going to be tough to run out of content to do this show. But hey, it could happen. We could also just we, we could also just get bored no of it. Anything. Yeah, we could also just get bored of it. Anything's possible. But if you <laughs> find yourself with a fun greeting card that you would like us to talk about, feel free to shoot us a message on the Instagram profile that I will, of course, be mentioning at the top and bottom of this show. We will establish that and you'll know what it is. So thank you so much for joining us tonight and have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, have yourself a merry little greeting card, everyone. Have yourself a merry little greeting card. That's it. <laughs>